Starting or operating a small business is hard enough when you know what you're doing. But when it comes to understanding the law and how it could impact your business on a financial, operational, or even planning level, you need an attorney. Welcome to this edition of Tell Me About the Hard Part with your host, attorney Siobhan J. Smith. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting out from your kitchen table, Attorney Smith is ready, willing, and able to provide the information you need to successfully navigate the laws affecting your business. And now, here's your host and competent legal advisor, Attorney Siobhan J. Smith. So we're back again with Attorney William C. Matasco, just talking about his journey as lawyer-entrepreneur Mr. McCasco. Hello. Hello, Siobhan. And so I want to talk a little bit about, so I don't watch a ton of TV, but I feel like anytime I'm home during the day, TV on, every other commercial is a lawyer, billboard, you know, it's just radio. There's just a lot of personal injury attorneys. Um, How do you cut through the noise and and be seen and what can be seen as a saturated market um and what are some of the kind of lessons you've learned from marketing and branding uh, let me tell you about that time the time i lost like a hundred thousand dollars like on an oh ad gosh. campaign right okay. so my first four way my first four foray well whatever into marketing um was the back cover of the yellow pages i don't nobody really does yellow pages anymore, what year was this this had to be 2010. Okay. 2010. So it was a back cover of the Yellow Pages. It was about $8,000 a month annual contract. And I said, okay, well, let's, let's do it. Let's get it done. So we, we dropped the artwork. Um, and the rep tells me, the rep says, well, you know, you have a really nice, neutral, nice, nice sounding name, but you're a young not, guy. Not African- black sounding? Is that not, what she not, meant? Black not black sounding. <laughs> not black sounding. So, you have, you know, you, but you're a young guy, you know, you're African-American. I don't know if people are really looking for that type of the lawyer. Maybe they're looking for somebody older, maybe, you know, not, you know, black. And um, so I said, we're going to put like a cartoon on it and just have your name and the phone number on it. I said, I said, okay, well, fine. You know, you guys are the experts. You know what you're doing. Fine. Here, take my money. Let's do it. So we... They, they draw up this artwork. They put it on the back cover. My name, my, my, my name is there, but my face is not there. So people don't know what I look like. Okay. I put the book out, and we're sitting there waiting for the calls. I got two calls that entire year from that book. Wow. And then, of course, they, had, they were tracking the number to see how many calls. So, of course, they come back to the annual contract. Of course, they come back next year to say, well, it didn't work, obviously. So we know you don't want to do it again. So we're going to offer it to the next lawyer. I said, no, 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 no. We're going to do it a little different this time. We're going to put my face on it. Okay. That's so okay. They say, okay, fine, whatever. It's your money. You know, go for it. You can come. So we put my give face us another on hundred thousand. It. It's fine. Here, here, here's another hundred thousand. It's just your money. You know, it's like burning money. Here you go. So I gave. You know, we put my face on it. Um, you know, my mother loves that picture, and they dropped the book. And guess what happened? The phone started just going nuts right wow. i mean everybody was calling everyone was wanting me to represent them it was a fan that was and that was the start of really when the business really started to take off and i always tell people about that moment and that experience with marketing is that you know you have to give people a chance to choose you um if they don't have an opportunity to make the decision um then they're not going to make the decision maybe uh, people call me and say hey you look like my uncle say hey you look like you know 
you know, my cousin or something like that. You like my son. Whatever reason they have for calling me, you know, I couldn't make that, you know, that's not my choice to make, but I mm-hmm. had to give them an opportunity. So what we do with television now, of course, we're in television now, television television ads. Um, I'm pretty much the only black guy on TV. Um, so while you do, you may have a whole bunch of, you know, advertising going on. They all kind of run together. You know, it's like white guy number one, white guy number two, white guy right. number three. So, when, of course, my, my ad comes on and says, hey, who is that? Right? So I don't have to run as many. And I, can't, I tend to stand out a little bit more. Um, but that was the first lesson I ever learned in, when you're marketing is you have to give people an opportunity to choose you. You can't run from who you are. Um, and you have to be authentic. Right. So, so you right. can't just. So and, and it's been working well for me. People respond really well to the to the advertising campaigns. Um, we're doing well. I recommend advertising or at least place, placing your product into the market to everyone, because that's what it is. You're placing your product into the market. Um, rather than sitting behind your desk waiting for the product to walk, I mean, waiting for the market to walk in your door. No, it doesn't right. work like that. It's like, you know, it's like it's it's not um it's not Uber Eats. You know, you got to get out there and get in there and um you know place your stuff in front of people so that they can choose you. Um, yeah. and I guess I always say that be you because you never know why a person is going to choose you. So if you're just yourself. You are authentic, like you said. Um, there are a variety of reasons why a person could choose you, but if you are hiding parts about yourself, you are trying to be someone that you're not, it's not going to come across as authentic and real, and your natural client is not going to gravitate um, towards you. So that, to me, like the most amazing quote is you have to give people a chance to choose you. Um, how have you seen in your 10 years how has marketing and branding professional services changed? Well, marketing, the way I've seen it in 10 years is, of course, with the technology in the digital age, um, you, well, it used to be, you know, you, they, you pick up the the phone book, you pick up the the um, newspaper or whatever the advertising was, it's pretty static. You call a guy, you call a lawyer, and that would pretty much be the end of the interaction until the case is over or resolved. Now, with social media and you know text messaging and and, and other things, clients are, expect a lot more um, um, contact with you and interactivity yeah. with you. Um, they expect you to be more accessible um, and just a lot more personable, quite frankly. Um, and, and so they, they expect to have access to you and, and see what you're doing and know what you're doing. Um, so in that regard. You really, it's you really have to be focused on customer service a lot more, mm-hmm. um, and giving people a good experience, not just a good result. Because of course you can get a good result, but the result really doesn't doesn't help you if they don't have a good experience getting to that result. Um, you know, so say, okay, well, that is a really really great point, and it just leads me to this this next question. Um, you're talking about the experience. So, you know, you you deal with people and you are often dealing with people after they've had something dramatic happen to them. So they are in heightened states, um, maybe not in the typical mindset that they may be in otherwise. What are some of the things you've learned about just dealing with people and the clients and especially dealing with people when um, they're maybe not at their most pleasant? Well, I tell people all the time, I'm not in the wedding planning business. You know, this is not um, people don't come to me because everything is going great and then they anticipate 
you know, being with the love of their life for the rest of their lives, you know, that's that's not why they come to me. Um, they call because something terrible has happened and they're looking for answers, or at least looking for um, some clarity as to what the, I don't know, what the next two weeks going to look like or the next two years are going to look like, you know, with their, their lives or maybe the rest of their lives. Um, but so when you're dealing with people and dealing with people in that state, that emotional state, um, you certainly want to exercise a lot of patience, a lot of deference, and again, a lot of um, honesty into what you're doing. Um, I, I always, everyone, everyone has my cell phone. Um, and then, of course, if they call, um, a lot of times they don't want to, they don't, they don't really want to talk to me. Um, they just want to know that I'm available. Um, mm. So if they call and say, hey, what's going on with my case? I was like, I don't know. Did you call the office? I was like, I don't know. Um, but they appreciate that answer, right? <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not right. like, I'm, you have to be authentic with people because, of course, they can kind of sniff you out along a, a, a ways away. But um, if you have, if you give the people that good experience and where they're, you're accessible, they feel good about the direction of the case, um, you've explained everything to them. You, sometimes you have to explain it twice, two, three times. As long as you're there, you you you, you kind of you don't you can't put your lawyer hat on. Just like okay, well look, just talk to them. It's like just like a person in the, on the street. Just like hey, let me tell you what's going on. Um, if you give them a good experience, if you, they feel like they're getting um, value for the serve value for what you for you, what you're providing, then you're not going to have a whole bunch of problems convincing. Mm-hmm. You have to convince in this business. You have to convince number one, the client to hire you. Um, number two, you have to convince either a judge or a jury to give you what you want for that client. Um, and if you can't convince your client um, that this is the right direction or the right decision, then you know you're you, you're not you're, you're not it's not a winning strategy to put it put it to you like that. Um, you're gonna have a hard time convincing a person on the street that has no interest in the case um, of what you want is that's fair and reasonable, and for them mm-hmm. to return that verdict or that judgment for you but yeah the customer client experience is everything of course when you give people a good experience they tell other people they may come back um because all of that you know all the marketing in the world won't help you if people are seeing your ads on tv it's like yeah i hate that lawyer okay that's not gonna work um that's not working out for you you want people to see your ad say hey i love that guy um but that that's one of the things that with the, with the technology now, you you have to be a little more engaged, a lot more careful about how you engage with people or disengage with people, because right. you know if you slight somebody, most of if you do a good job, you know people really won't you know they won't jump on the internet and talk all about you you know tell the world. But if you do like a bad job, oh man, they're going to write a whole treatise about. You know yeah. how terrible you how are. How awful it was. How awful you are. It's like, oh man. I didn't get a million like, dollars for my case, and I was supposed to get a million dollars. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, man, my cat bit me, and he wouldn't even take the case, and he was really mean. He returned my call. I was like, well, you know. <laughs> well, what's you, great about that though is I think that we are definitely when you think about some of the biggest, um, bigger companies now, like kind of emerging companies, like the Netflixes, Airbnbs, Amazon they are far more customer centric than companies were maybe 20 years ago. So I think we're Mm -hmm. just moving to a place where the consumer is demanding more. They're demanding a certain level of service. Um, They want to get a thing the way they want to get the thing. Um, So I do think part of the, the person who is 
providing professional services as an entrepreneur, like that, the customer service experience um, is definitely key. So I want to um, wind down with a couple questions. One, I know personally that you volunteer in a lot of causes. I know you mentor a lot of young men. Tell me how that's important to you and also how that's important to your, your business. Well, um, you certainly want to be well. It, it, you certainly want to um, give back and 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 try to help people along the way because that certainly helps you. Um, one of the biggest things I always tell people when I'm helping young people in particular, I'm not helping them per se. I'm helping myself. I'm just investing in them. I'm investing in myself. Um, mm. And I always tell people when I'm hiring people, I'm looking to hire young people. I'm talking to people. I say one day. You know, I might be working for you, or I might be looking for a job here right. because you know you, you you know. I mean, these a lot of times um, when you're talking to young people, you only they only get the good stuff, like the good information. Like, hey, you know, I've I graduated and I'm this, I'm that, and I won this award and I make this amount of money, and they kind of they don't get the real picture because success is not a straight line. I say, okay, let me mm -hmm. tell you about that time. You know, I had to take a semester off. Let me tell you about that time I lost a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, let me tell you about. So they have a, they have. So when they do hit those walls, they they don't say, oh man, I'm not, I'm never going to make it now. Um, say so, no, no, no. Remember that time McCaskill told you he lost hundred thousand dollars. Remember that time McCaskill? And they have a so, and they have a better perspective as to it's okay. Well, look, you know, we're going to have some obstacles, some challenges. So we can get there. Um, and like a lot of the the, the young people I talk to. They all, they're going to do great things, um, and of course they spread the word about all, how awesome I am, and that in turn that in, that helps my business because it, it's word of mouth, um, and it is certainly again it goes back to you selling the product. The product is services, right. professional services, professional advice. I don't I don't make widgets. I don't you know make music. I just serve people, I, I talk to people, and that's what people pay me for. Um, so if I'm serving whether or not it is you know, some young people or whether or not it's a, a client, if the service, it, it has to be consistent for it to be easy, right? right. Because it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's just like, you know, whether or not I'm, I'm mentoring a, a young man through college or whether or not I'm, you know, trying to convince a judge or a jury to give, you know, my client a substantial amount of money or an insurance company trying to convince the insurance company to give me a, a substantial amount of money. If the, my level of commitment, empathy, and, and attitude is the same, it's just it's like riding a bike. Um, so it's, it's pretty, I think it's important. Um, I think, um, people who shout, you know, it, it's again, you know, if you do something over and over and over and over again, it's just, it's just so easy. It's just like, okay, well, it's not a challenge. Um, but and they certainly help me in that regard when I'm talking to the to the young men, particularly young men of Morehouse. Got it. So, um, last question I want to ask you. Okay. Matter of fact, answer answer these two questions. One, what is the best part of having your own law practice? And number two, if you were to leave, if someone came to you tomorrow and they said. Um, I'm a lawyer, or I'm a professional service, you know, I have a professional service and I want to start my own business, what advice would you give them? So best part of what you do and advice for someone looking to kind of do what you do. 
The best part of what I do is I have total control and total freedom of my day and my and, and my experience. Um, like I don't have to ask anybody for anything. Like as far as you know, can I go and visit my my relatives or can I take off some days? It's like no, I'm it's just just I'm just rolling through the day, um, stress free because because I know what I'm doing, I know where I'm going. Um, I remember working at the law firm. And I remember one one Christmas they was like they were like, well we need all of you here for Christmas to do X Y Z X Y Z. I was like, well wait a minute, you know, I want to go home with my wife. Right. Um, but now I don't I don't have that problem. I can do whatever I want when I want it. Totally free. Um, the second question, what would I tell someone who wanted to start their own practice tomorrow? Just walk out and start it. Um, I would tell them to just just go out here and fail. Go out here and start one. Wow. One, see what works. See what does. But go out here and and take that that leap. You might. It's probably it probably won't work out the way you thought it would the first time, or at least that initially. But that's that's gonna that's gonna make you better when you do um, keep working on it, keep working at it. Um, I would just say go out and do it. Of course, it's there are going to be some challenges, but you know the challenges the challenges are not going anywhere. Like <laughs> the challenges I had starting out it's like oh man you know i wonder how much money i wonder we're going to make five thousand dollars this month right so now the challenge is like oh man you know the government wants all this money from me so, right. <laughs> so, so it, 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 it they don't the, stop they just it don't right? it does not yeah. stop it does not stop so just get used to it um you know if you have some difficulties yeah it's like been there done that you know and then when you, when you it's like the first the first ten million is always the hardest, right? And after that, it's, I guess it gets easy. I don't know, but 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 <laughs> but but it it's you're gonna you're gonna hit some bumps. So just hit them and just keep going. Um, there is no no security out here anywhere, whether it's federal government, private practice, solo entrepreneur. Doesn't safety nets are out? None of those. So you might as well go out here and take a chance on yourself. I love just it. That's a great way to end. Take a chance on yourself because you just might win. Another great quote you gave is success is not a straight line um, and give people a chance to choose you. It's very amazing. So can you tell the people how to find you? Call you, website, how can a person get in contact with you? Oh, man, if you want to call me, you can go to, well, you can go to my website, www.pgcountyinjury.com. Um, I also have a Facebook page, probably more accessible. Um, William McCaskill, I believe that's what it says. Yeah, William McCaskill, Law Office of William McCaskill, that one. They call me. You call me at 240-667-7702. That's directly to my office. Um, and then we, you know, we answer any question that you have, um, give you Excellent. as much information as you can stand. So, William, the name of the podcast is Tell Me About the Hard Part. So tell me about the hard part of owning your own law firm, but tell me how you come over overcome those hard parts. The hardest part was getting the profitability. Um, it, it took me from start to from the from the inception of the firm in the second second time around. It took me at least four and a half to five years before I got to profit. Um, What's really hard during that period of time is because you're invest you're making money. But you have to reinvest it into the business. 
And it's hard to kind of keep that long-term view of what you're trying to do in sustainability. Mm. It's not necessarily, you know, hey, we made a whole bunch of money this year. Let's go out and, you know, buy a plane. It's like, no, 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 no. Um, you make a bunch of money and then you take that money and you go, you reinvest it in people, you, or, or the business, you, you get more staff or you get more space or you get more advertising. So it's, if you really want to, the hardest part was just kind of staying disciplined and focused because there's an urge to, when you do, it's like you've been doing so terrible for all this time, you finally start to, you know, see some money come in. You want to just take it all home with you and, and, and buy some nice things. But the hardest part was, okay, well, look, you got to have a, a plan, a discipline, um, how you're going to manage the business so we can kind of sustain the business to where, of course, you're going to have these, you know, ebbs and flows, but just getting to consistent profitability, that was the hardest part. That took a, it took at least four and a half to five years. Um, okay. Just staying, staying in there like that. And that's how you got through that is you just stay consistent and you stay with it. And it's interesting. I was waking up the other day and I was having this thought about discipline and freedom and I actually tweeted out discipline is the road to freedom. Um, and it's like you said, you just had to be consistent and you had to be disciplined um, from year one to year five to get to profitability and to keep kind of doing the same thing over and over again and not, Oh, I see a little bit of money. Let me go out and you know buy some Gucci slippers. Like you're like, no, oh, I see a little love, bit of money. I, I love Gucci. I love it. But <laughs> but 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 it's like, look, Gucci slippers would be good, but you know maybe we could buy this new server and it would help right. our business. I mean, it's it's not a it's not as fun as buying Gucci, but it's not as sexy as buying Gucci. But in the long term, it'll be better for the business. But just that first four four or five years. All the money, like my profits. I mean, of course, the gross was 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 getting larger, but the expenses were right, you know, right behind the gross. Like, hey, man, you know, I'm here too. Um, so the expenses, <laughs> the gross was up, and the expenses were up too. Um, so just getting to, to that point, um, where you consistently, you know, making you know profits, and you, you kind of see where the profits are, and where you have good projections as to where they're going to be in the next five or six years. Um, that was the hardest part. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. You were such an amazing guest. So again, the podcast told me about the hard part. If you want to contact me, if you have topics you want covered, if you have questions, questions about a guest, you can email me at Siobhan at the SJS Law Firm. You can find me at my website, which is www.thesjslawfirm.com. I am on Instagram at Siobhan J. Smith, Twitter at the SJS Law Firm. Facebook at your small business general counsel. Please share this recording, share this podcast with someone. And if you share on social media, please use the hashtag tell me about the hard part and new episodes drop every Wednesday at 10 o'clock. So we look forward to having you back next week. Thank you. When you leave your business, do you leave the door unlocked? When facing legal matters in the business world, do not leave your business unprotected. There is help when it comes to business contracting, even collecting past due receivables from clients. An experienced attorney is critical to resolving disputes. Don't do it alone.
At SJS Law Firm, their mission is to partner with clients to help them achieve the business of their dreams and plans with timely and strategic legal advice. Their legal counselors and advisors committed, providing individualized service that is tailored to the unique needs of your business. SJS Law Firm provides the legal support you need to move forward with confidence. Secure the knowledge that you have a legal team watching out for your best interests. Don't leave the door open. Call SJS Law Firm serving small business owners, entrepreneurs, and nonprofits. Profits. Call 202-505-5309. That's 202-505-5309. Or find them at the sjslawfirm.com. Thanks for listening to Tell Me About the Hard Part with attorney Siobhan J. Smith. During this program, you received information and guidance to begin to navigate the laws that affect how you do business. However, Attorney Smith and her legal team would love to address your specific needs and ensure that your best interests are protected under the law. Schedule your personal legal strategy session today. Go to the sjslawfirm.com. That's the sjslawfirm.com. Dot com.